fast news, fresh takes. First, Kate Hawksby and Early Edition with One Roof. Be properly prepared. News Talk ZB. It's 14 past five. Uh, so the right continues to make inroads on Labour in the polls. The latest taxpayer courier poll has National and Act able to form a government. That's the first time that's happened since uh, 2020. Massey Uni's Grant Duncan says if this trend in the polls continues, Labour should look at changing its cabinet and even its leader. This is what he said on the Weekend Collective. The polls at the moment, if that were to continue for the rest of this year, they'd not only think about a cabinet reshuffle, you'd also need to be able to put the leadership question on the table, both in terms of style and, and of course, who actually is the leader. Well, political commentator and former United Future leader Peter Dunn joins us now. Morning to you. Good morning, Kate. What do you make of that? Is there some merit in what he's saying or are we jumping the gun a bit in terms of looking to reshuffle the Cabinet and maybe look at the leadership as well? I don't think we're jumping the gun in terms of reshuffling the Cabinet. I mean, I think that's been signalled already as being a likely possibility, partly on performance grounds and partly also with an eye to just who's going to be standing at the next election. I suspect there'll be some retirements announced over the next few months. As for the leadership, I think that is perhaps jumping the gun because if you're going to look at replacing the leader, then you've got to look to who the replacement's going to be and it's pretty hard to find that, I think. Yeah, I mean, do they have enough of a succession plan plan in place for when she finally, you know, has enough and does head off to the UN? No, I don't think so. I mean, no political party ever has a good succession place and plan for the leader because all the leaders think they're invincible. Um, And I think in this case, the problem, if the Prime Minister's problem is overexposure, then those most likely to succeed her, uh, Watson or Hipkins, for example, have had a similar overexposure in recent months. So I think it's easy to say change the leader, but the question then becomes to whom? Yeah, when you say overexposure, it's so true, isn't it? I mean, we've had wall-to-wall coverage of them, the one o'clock podiums. I mean, are the current cabinet ministers, is it that they're just so annoying, we're so sick of them now, or are they too polarising, or are they, is it incompetence? What is it? I mean, is a lack of real talent starting to bite them in the bum? I think all three things, Uh, the overexposure, because we've just seen them every time they've sneezed, they've been on television or in the media. Um, I think also they are polarising because they're becoming increasingly dogmatic in terms of their agenda. And thirdly, I think there's a real competence issue. Uh, There's probably only three or four people in in this current cabinet that are really worth it. But that poses big challenges, both in terms of a reshuffle, but also, as you say, the future. Yeah, they really came to government with just, just not a lot of clue, did they? How, how do you think Labour can reverse the polls, the slide for them? Well, if you look at the average of polls over the last few months, it's pretty much neck and neck, uh, even, even with the latest um, round of polls. And it seems to me that what, what, a lot's going to ride on the budget this week. If people believe the budget to be credible in terms of what it proposes by way of new spending, then Labour could turn it around. But they've got to, I think, get out of the sort of a funk they're in at the moment. It's real winter blues stuff where they know best. No one else has a view that's worth worrying about. And the country's got rising living costs, rising interest rates, etc. That's the bind they've got to get over. Sort of how, how do they get to talk to people about the things that matter, which are the grocery bill and the mortgage? Yes, yeah, so true. And, and how they start to listen to people too, I guess, is, is a key one as well. Thanks so much, Peter. We always appreciate having you on the show, Peter Dunn, former United Future leader and uh, political commentator, and he always makes a lot of sense, doesn't he? And it's true what he says. If they're neck and neck, and you, you, I mean, that's what you're looking for as a trend. And if you space them out over a period of time, and there is a lot of water to go under the bridge yet, isn't there? I mean, we're a wee way out. We're a wee way out from elections. So a lot of things can change between now and then.